Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. When the sun goes down, all the monsters come out to play. But even a monster needs something cool to listen to in the dark. Welcome to Geo After Dark. Your host, Geo Braun. Hi, this is Kathy Podwell from Night of the Demons. I played Judy. Please check out Geo After Dark. We love Geo. Well, it's that time once again. Praise truly. Here at Geo After Dark. I'm your host, Geo Broad. This is the podcast where we talk about what it's like to be an artist. What my mindset is. Let's get into the mind of Geo Braun. Let's see what's shaking around in there, shall we? Well, it's the beginning of October. And as you know, this is my season. It's my favorite time of year. And uh, I have to admit, it's off to a very interesting start. Not only is this the most favorite time of the year for years truly, this is also my busiest. Usually I get commissions this time of year, and that's good because that gets to pay the bills. So, that being said, I have a couple commissions I'm working on now. I'm pretty proud of them. They're coming along. But at the same time, too, it's not enough just to work on commissions because there are things I really do enjoy doing. One of the things I enjoy doing is creating my own graphic novels. I've been doing that now for the better part of, oh my gosh, 12 years, maybe? Maybe longer than that, actually. I mean, think about it. The process started all the way back when I was 13. <laughs> what? I started doing little comic strips. But they weren't really little. They were on, like, what was it? I don't know, this must have been eight and a half by 11. No, eight and a half by 17. Yeah. It was these long pieces of paper. And I had a whole pack. And I started drawing just like you would a comic book, you know. I told myself, this is kind of what I need to do. I don't know why, I just do. And I kept on going. They kind of look more like kind of like uh, storyboards, you know? And in my mind, they were. I mean, I don't look at comics even today like comic books. In my head, it's like I'm looking at the beginning of a storyboard, like a, like a movie. And that's how I visualize what I do. 
Now, over the years, granted, I've gotten better at doing it, but still, the process is still the same. So, I still remember those old comics. <laughs> I mean, I was a huge fan of the 1988 Batman. When it came out, it was huge, and I was a big fan, I have to admit. I don't know. I mean, I, before that, I would read the comics, and probably of any of them, Batman was probably my favorite. Maybe Spider-Man, too, because I like the underdog. But with Batman, I mean, it was Batman, you know? And before that, there was, of course, Batman 66, which was Adam West. And that's interesting enough, but uh, it just wasn't what I was really wanting to do. You know, it seemed very, it seemed very Pollyanna as far as uh, superheroes go. I wanted something darker. So when Batman came out, I was just like over the moon. I was just in hog heaven, just loving life. <laughs> it opened up new doors for me. It opened up new ideas. Now before that, I started reading, you know, comic books that really... Oh no, I was 13. I really probably shouldn't have been reading. <laughs> These are pretty dark stories. And uh, I remember one of the first things I picked up was Batman Returns. And that was interesting. I mean, that was really dark. Hell yeah! And I liked it. Another thing I picked up was Watchmen, uh, the original graphic novel by Alan Moore. And it was just, it was just eye-opening, you know? It was different. It was something new. It was something I was really enthralled with, and I wanted to do more like that. So, little by little, I started to learn. I started to realize the process. And it's not easy. It wasn't fun, even. I mean, it was just something I really wanted to bring to life, you know? Indeed! Another thing I picked up was Watchmen, uh, the original graphic novel by Alan Moore, and it was just, it was just eye-opening, you know? It was different, it was something new, it was something I was really enthralled with, and I wanted to do more like that, so little by little I started to learn, I started to realize the process, and it's not easy, it wasn't fun even, I mean, it was just something I really wanted to bring to life, you know. Man's got to know his limitations. For myself. Now, did I ever think I was going to do it for a living? Probably not. Especially at 13, because at that time, I had a mother who, as much as I love her, was not exactly thrilled her baby boy was going to be a comic book artist or artist of any kind. It's not where she wanted me to go. It wasn't a safe choice, granted. didn't stop me and I kept on going um, the funny thing about it is I really enjoyed the process I really knew what I wanted to do with it and it was just a matter of getting there you know 
It was a matter of trying to understand the process, trying to understand and weed it, kind of decipher the code. <laughs> and at uh, age 13, you know, I just want to get better and better at it. It's really funny as to this day, I still have all those old comic books that I created. The story was very basic. It was kind of silly almost because it was, you know, it's really kind of a look into my psyche. <laughs> It's what I wanted family life to be. It's what I wanted, I don't know. It's just kind of was not what I was living. It was something that I really wanted to see happen. And at the same time, the main character had his seclusion. He had his back cave, if you will. And uh, sure enough, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. So anyhow, that was then. This is now. Now I do comic books that are even darker than what I thought was possible back then. Day in and day out, I've built a career. One of the major parts of that career, one of the standing foundations of that career were comic books and graphic novels. And uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm pretty proud of what I've created here. I'm not done yet. I'm still going. Hooray! And uh, the stories keep on getting more and more complex and more interesting, so I guess I'm doing something right, because here I am. Don't waste my motherfucking time! Lately, there's been a lot of, well, this past year has been very interesting as far as deaths go. I mean, I, uh, earlier this year, I lost George A. Romero, who was a really nice, really nice guy. Hell yeah! I, uh, was really proud to have met him, you know? He was really cool. <laughs> he was the, uh, the godfather of zombies, you know? Creator of whole genre. So that was really, really cool to meet him. Unfortunately, he passed away earlier this year, like I said, and it didn't end there because just this past week, uh, I lost another idol. And uh, it was a pretty big one, too. Hugh Hefner kind of shaped what I wanted in my world, you know. He kind of showed me that it could be done. Uh, I never got a chance to meet him, you know. That was one of the things I really wanted to do. I really would have enjoyed meeting half, I think. He was a big fan of comic books. And, uh, I mean, he turned nudity into an art form for the modern age. Hell yes! I mean, he was a civil rights activist. He believed in a lot of things that really kind of shaped the sexual revolution, definitely, but like just how we thought of things, how things were perceived. He was really a trendsetter, you know, and it was really interesting to see over the years all the process of what that entailed. Um, you know, 
didn't look like it was always a pretty or easy road, but definitely he enjoyed what he did. I mean, he created an entire empire. Um, it's something I aspire to do myself. I would love to create my own empire. I think I've gotten pretty good thus far, and I think I can keep on going. So, that's just something I was really interested in. And it's because of Hef. So, in my world, people don't really die. I mean, they're not here anymore, sure, physically, but I think anybody who's done as much as Hef's done, I think their spirit lives on long after they're gone physically. And I'm pretty sure he's going on and on and on and on for, for many, many years to come. People are going to remember uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Anyways, what it comes down to is I would I think I would have liked him. You know, I think he would have maybe even liked me. Uh, going to visit the mansion would have been a dream of mine once upon a time. But um, not all dreams come true. Nevertheless, that spirit's going to live on. That legacy's going to live on. I'm going to keep on doing what I do. And uh, hope that I show that man some honor. Some people love him, some people hate him. Some people didn't like who he was or what he did as far as his creation, as far as his empire, as far as his legacy. Some people only see he had naked women around him. Um, but if I think it's short-sighted, actually. I don't think it's the whole story. Yeah, he did have naked women around him, but it wasn't just that. There was a lot more to that man. And... We all got a chance to go on that ride together through the magazine, through video age, I mean, through all the above. I mean, he really just kind of brought everything back around. So, like I said, he was a hero of mine and he'll still be a hero of mine long after this day's over. I was always impressed with what he had done and I'm going to continue to do what I do, kind of in his name. Because there's a beauty to it. That's a passion. There's an art form. And these are things that I really do enjoy. So here's to you, Hef. Not only thank you for the entertainment, but thank you for the inspiration. So recently I had the chance to go see Stephen King's It, and I mentioned it in the last podcast. But also, um, you know, I always get a chance to see movies here and there and everywhere. I, I, there are movies that really do touch me and, and that mean a lot, you know, that inspire me. Um, one of them is called Let the Right One In. It's a really interesting story. It's not just about vampires. It's not just about what they're about. Actually, they don't explain a whole lot. You do learn some of the rules of being a vampire in that world, but it's a really interesting story about friendship and caring and, you know, 
where things can end up, you know. And friendships, I think, are, are very important things. I mean, uh, I'm a huge fan of having good friends around me and having good people, people who have a lot of positive energy and who have a lot of, you know, understanding of who I am, which I think is kind of important for friendships. But sure enough, um, yeah, it's just something that really kind of, for me, um, means a lot. You know, I have a lot of good friends. I have a bestie who means the world to me. And I just have a lot of good people around me who are, I always like to keep around, you know, as much as I can. Uh, it's not always easy. And sometimes people go away. But the important ones stick around. And uh, I'm pretty lucky to have them. But if you get a chance, check out this vampire movie. It's called Let the Right One In. And uh, it's a really interesting, I don't know, almost a love story, but definitely a friendship story. And it's just something that really can touch you, which is really hard to do these days, is to make a movie where the characters really mean something, you know? And uh, you really feel for them. You really have an emotion for them, so... It's definitely one of those movies that are really much in that vein, so to speak. Anyhow, check that movie out because it's pretty damn cool. Let the right one in. So for me, um, I was talking earlier about graphic novels and what I do with them. And uh, I love working on my graphic novels. I've worked on other people's as well. And that's fun. But that's not mine. <laughs> you know? And for me, it's really important to work on my own stuff, uh, to get my own stuff out there. And the graphic novels that I do, uh, the original series I did, which was The Untold Chronicles, and now I'm working on The Angel Codex. Uh, it was time to get back into work in those, you know. So uh, beyond the work I'm doing for, you know, private commissions and so forth, beyond the work I've done for magazines and so forth. Um, yeah, it's time to get back to work on my books. And I'm right now working on the next book. I got up to page two, uh, but I just started. So, um, hopefully it comes out pretty well. I mean, time will tell, but I'm, I'm hoping that it does, uh, strike a chord with my fans. When is it going to be done? That's a good question. I'm not sure. The last book I did was my longest book, but it also took the longest to make. It was about four years, actually. But then there was a lot of things that happened in between that. A lot of projects, a lot of things that needed to be made and created and so forth. So hopefully this one doesn't take quite as long. I don't think it will, but I've been wrong before. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of After Dark. I'm glad you can join me on this. If you like what I do, if you've seen my art and you like what you see, check out my website. Um, go to broadgraphics.com, B-R-A-W-N-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.com, and you're going to see a lot more of what I do. My website's filled with all kinds of goodness that I create everything from pinup art and uh, Geo's Vixens, which is my salute to <whistles> pinups, uh, as well as the graphic novels that, that I do. 
you know, the Mtool Chronicles, the Angel Codex. You'll see both um, collections there. You're also going to see a lot of the work I do for magazines. You're going to see the work I do for all kinds of creations and private commissions even. Um, all kinds of stuff. You'll see Tubbins and Wiley, which is my uh, stories and creations. Uh, some, it's my salute to Sunday comics based on my cats. And uh, you're going to see all kinds of good stuff, so check out that. If you like what you see on social media, then go and check out my Patreon page. Patreon.com. Go to Geo Braun, and you're going to see a lot of art there that I do. And uh, you can see a lot more of what I do there. And it's, um, you know, if you can, please donate. Uh, it's very important to keep me going, to have donations, and to get help from those who enjoy what I do. So please go there, donate a dollar, donate five dollars, donate ten dollars. But whatever you do is very much appreciated, so please do. Let's talk about something I'm a part of and actually I'm a sponsor and I'm really proud of. It's called Johnny's Angels and it's a part of the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth undie run slash walk uh, that's happening in Dallas-Fort Worth. And this is going to be happening in the month of November. It's going to be on November 11th uh, of this year. Check it out. And uh, if you go to my social media pages, you'll be able to see uh, the promotions I'm doing for it. I actually created the shirt design. I'm very proud of it. Uh, and Leela Grimm, who is uh, a very, very wonderful and amazing friend of mine, she actually is in charge of this undie run uh, for Johnny's Angels. So go there and check it out. Uh, go to my social media pages, like I said, and you'll see the... Um, the design, which you'll see three angels uh, and against a blue backdrop. And I think you'll enjoy what you see there. Go ahead and donate, please. We need all the donations we can get. It's to uh, fight and make awareness of colon cancer. And it's a, it's a very important, worthwhile cause. So please, if you can, donate. We're uh, working on colon cancer awareness. And the more, the better. We need your help, so please go there, uh, click on the link, Johnny's Angels, 2017 Dallas-Fort Worth Undie Run, check it out, and donate. That's going to about do it for Geo After Dark. Also, you know what, if you get a chance, go and check out, if you like what I've been talking about as far as my graphic novels and my comic books, and you want to see more, go to my website, you're going to see a link there for the Chopping Mall of Mr. Tom Holland, uh, the famous director who created such great creations as Chucky in the Child's Play movies, as well as Fright Night, the original Fright Night from 1986, uh, and many other great movies. Uh, he's the man who has actually got the plan and has yours truly's graphic novels on display there in his, uh, in his chopping mall. So please go ahead there if you like. Go ahead and order any of the books that are available there, but I have the Untold Chronicles, and I also have the first book of the Angel Codex there, so check it out. That'll about do it for us tonight, and uh, good night, America, wherever you are. Really, Geo? Really? <laughs> Paid for it. Sponsored by...
but your friends at the Illuminati. All celebrity voices were impersonated. No dumb. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.